Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, world. I am Reverend Patriot L. Robinson II, a.k.a. Rev. Rob, and this is Deeper in the Word, where we give you the real about Scripture with people who actually know and understand it so that you can get a better grasp of what certain things in the Bible mean, how they relate to your life and experience, and how you can apply something written so long ago to what you're going through right now. Today's episode, my friends, is entitled, What Suits Us? What Suits Us? Now, why is today's show called that? Because normally, using the phrase, what suits you, denotes a form of complimentary praise toward another person. Like, for instance, if a hat or a jacket or a pair of shoes looks good on somebody, then you tell them, hey, that suits you. Basically meaning, it fits them well or it becomes them. Or it enhances them. And in the context of our show today, because you know we're all about the Word of God here at Deeper in the Word, our title denotes something which truly does enhance us or helps to make us better equipped. Because we may forget at times, but one thing is for sure, this world that we live in is a battlefield. Every hour of every day that we live, we face a spiritual war and an enemy who's real. An enemy who wants nothing more than to see us defeated and to see us vanquished. Because the Bible tells us that his primary goal is to steal, kill, and destroy. Listen, the forces of darkness don't wait for us to be ready for their attack, y'all. And the devil doesn't care if we feel prepared. Or if we're prayed up for our day. In fact, he prefers that we're not. That way he can be as ruthless and as determined and as cunning as he wants to be in order to see to it that we suffer to the greatest extent possible. So we have to arm ourselves. We have to defend ourselves by donning the proper uniform or battle gear in order to combat the enemy's attacks. And fortunately, God has gifted us with that battle gear that enables us with the proper protection to stand against the enemy. And that is the armor of God. Now, the armor of God is a metaphor in the Bible. And we see it in the book of Ephesians chapter 10, verses 10 through 18. And it reminds followers of Christ about the reality of spiritual battle. And it describes the protection of that's available to us. And we see the the precise description of this armor in verses 13 and 17. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So basically, there are six pieces of armor listed in that text. The belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the gospel of peace, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the spirit. And the gospel of peace is often often referred to as the shoes of peace. We'll get to that soon. Now, 
Because our battle isn't against enemies of flesh and blood, but against wicked spiritual powers and authorities in the darkness of this world, our weapons are not physical weapons, and our armor is not physical armor. No, in order for us to stand against Satan, we're armed with spiritual weapons. The six weapons we just read about, each of them being component pieces of the full armor of God. So when the whole outfit is in place, there are no vulnerabilities in the front. And yeah, you say, okay, well, what about our backs? Well, we need to remember that our fronts are the one that's going to storm into battle and face opposition. And really, if our backs need protecting at all, that should come from our brothers and sisters in Christ being watchful and fighting beside us and behind us. They got our backs, okay? But it's a daily battle which is why the Bible tells us to put on the armor of God daily. And for me, one of the most effective ways to learn about the armor of God is to correlate it to another famous suit of armor. And that's the one worn by Marvel character Tony Stark's, better known as Iron Man. I mean, y'all have seen the movie Iron Man, right? There's like three of them, maybe four of them. And, or you've read the comic book, right? Basically, Multi-billionaire Tony Starks creates a super suit made out of specially reinforced steel so that he can withstand any hurt, harm, or danger. And he equips the suit with a built-in supercomputer processor that gives him superhuman-level multitasking and learning capabilities, as well as superior firepower and weaponry like shoulder missiles and energy ray blasts and all that good stuff. And it gives him the ability to wreak havoc on his, of his own upon his enemies. Not to mention the suit has the ability to fly. And so Starks takes this suit and decides to use this technology for good and fight crime and the evil powers which threaten Earth. And as believers, we're a lot like Iron Man in that regard. Now, no, we ain't out there fighting crime. And I don't know about you, but I definitely ain't got a billion dollars. But we do have to put on our suit of armor every day in order to go out and fight against evil and wickedness. But as I pointed out already, and unlike Tony Stark's, our suit of armor is not man-made. It's God-made. And in order to fight the evil powers, the supervillains, and all things wicked which come up against good and justice, Iron Man dons his superhuman suit and he prepares for battle. Similarly, we must put on our armor and prepare for supernatural battle every single day against the powers of evil and wickedness in this world. And as we just read in the text of Ephesians, it's a full uniform too, just like Iron Man's suit. Now this armor and weaponry, weapon, excuse me, weaponry of God are for us to go on the offensive because we're tasked with being on the offensive. Because when we go on the offensive, the devil's schemes are going to be foiled in advance as we press forward in the name of Jesus. Satan and death were defeated by Christ on the cross. We have to remember that. But even though he's defeated, the devil is still a dangerous and vengeful enemy who should be taken seriously as a threat, but not feared by the followers of Christ. Because by faith we stand, and by faith we conquer. But we do have to stand, because these powers of evil are very real. 
Just, just look at the news. The world is shrouded in sin and wickedness because as the Apostle Paul states in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Therefore, we got to suit up in our armor daily in order to fight this spiritual wickedness. And the same people who don't believe that such evil principalities and powers exist are usually the same people who constantly fall prey to them. So don't let that be you. Make sure that you suit up daily. And coming up next, we're going to break down exactly what each of those pieces of armor are and what they represent so that you know when and how to properly utilize them. So come back and suit up with us after the break. What's up, friends? It's your man's Rev Rob, and I am excited to cordially invite you to catch all new episodes of our television show, Walk in the Word with Benevolent Faith Ministries, which airs on the Daily Gospel Network every Wednesday afternoon at 2.30 p.m. Eastern, 1.30 p.m. Central, 11.30 a.m. Pacific Time. That's also prime time for our friends in Africa and Europe. And y'all should know by now how we do this is not your typical ministry show. You can watch the show on Apple TV, Roku TV, and Amazon Fire TV, or you can just go to www.thedailygospelnetwork.tv and watch us there. Come on out and walk in the Word with us and learn the truth about God's Word, but in a fun and exciting new way. Amen? And we can't wait for you to join us. Hey, welcome back to Deeper in the Word. As a reminder, you can subscribe and listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, Pocket Casts, Overcast, on Apple Podcasts, in the iTunes Store, and on iHeartRadio. Also, don't forget to email us at info at benevolentfaithministries.org to send us your questions and comments for the show. Whatever you guys want to hear, we'll talk about. But you got to let us know. Amen? And remember, we want you to join us every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Pacific time for our online church services. Just go to benevolentfaithministries.online.church and create a screen nickname so you can chat along with us during the service. That service that is on Tuesday night re-airs on Wednesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Eastern, which is 6 p.m. in London and Western Europe, 7 p.m. in Western Africa, 8 p.m. in Southern Africa, and 10.30 p.m. for our friends in Southern India. So make sure that our international folks, make sure you log on at your local time on Wednesday night, which is Wednesday afternoon for us, to catch the replay of the online service. Also, everybody check out our YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube and enter Benevolent Faith Ministries in that search box and you can see all up in the videos, including past Bible studies, online services, and previously aired episodes of our TV show, Walk in the Word. And don't forget to join us for all new episodes of Walk in the Word, which air on the Daily Gospel Network every Wednesday afternoon at 2.30 p.m. Eastern, 1.30 Central, 11.30 a.m. Pacific time. That's prime time. Again, 
for all of our friends in Africa and Europe. And you can watch on Apple TV, on Roku TV, and on Amazon Fire TV, or you can just go to www.thedailygospelnetwork.tv and watch us there. Or you can always watch it on our Facebook page. We replay the show the day after, so every Thursday afternoon. Amen? But today, my friends, today's show is entitled, What Suits Us? And we're discussing the armor of God, what it is, how we utilize it to our advantage in spiritual warfare, and where exactly we can find rest in it. And in our last segment, we basically defined what the armor of God is. And we briefly touched upon the pieces of the armor, which the Bible mentions within the verses of Ephesians chapter 6. So next, we want to get more in depth with each specific piece of armor and what they represent and how we use them. So first, let's look at the first one, the belt of truth. The belt of truth represents a believer's integrity. See, back in biblical times, soldiers had a leather girdle or a belt that they would tighten around their waist to protect their loins, you know, their lower back and the crotch area, and to carry their weapons of warfare like a dagger or a sword. And the belt also held the soldier's tunic together so that it wouldn't get snagged so that he's not tripping over his feet, tripping over his own clothes when he goes into battle. But think about it. When it comes to followers of Christ, it's the armor of integrity that holds everything else together. Integrity is having a strong set of ethical principles, being able to tell the truth no matter the consequences, admitting to a wrong, even if you could get away without doing it. And if you don't have integrity in the big and small things of your life, you're going to lose the battle. So we need to have on that belt of truth, that integrity that keeps us walking the path of truth in Christ so that we're not walking the path that the world sets before us instead. Amen? Now, the next piece of armor that we want to look at is the breastplate of righteousness. And this represents a believer's purity or wholesomeness. The breastplate of a soldier was sometimes made of woven chain and used to cover the soldier's vital organs. And for the follower of Christ, our breastplate is the armor of righteousness. See, the enemy wants to attack you not only with lies, but also with impurity. He wants you to be trifling. He wants you to read dirty magazines and watch pornos and watch movies with a lot of cussing and watch TV shows with a whole bunch of triflingness and engage in all types of temptations of the flesh. The bottom line is that Satan wants to get into your heart and your mind. And he stays looking for a crack in your armor. And don't think he doesn't know where that crack is. Oh, he's going to find it if you give him an inch. So if your heart isn't pure before God, then you're going to lose that battle for sure. Now, I mentioned before the gospel of peace, but they're also called the shoes of peace. And this piece of armor is a believer's tranquility. Y'all know what tranquility is, right? It's the state of being tranquil or being calm. And Roman soldiers would have hobnails on the soles of their shoes, similar to football cleats. Y'all know how them cleats be on the bottom of football shoes? Because when they were fighting, they needed solid footing from which to move. And if you're a football player and you got cleats on your shoes, it helps you cut on the grass or on the artificial turf when you got them cleats on. 
Saints of God, unless you have a solid footing of peace, you can never make war. You're like, wait a minute, that's not like a contradiction, Rev. Rob. But think of it this way. Whenever the devil comes against your tranquility, he throws out stones and other bricks of doubt and discouragement to cause you to stumble. Without the peace of Christ to rule and guide you, you're not going to win that battle. The shoes of peace, again, they're also referred quite often to as the gospel of peace. The gospel, which means the good news, is the good news of the forgiveness of sins and the access to and oneness with God through faith in Christ. And it's this sense of oneness with the Lord which produces peace within us that helps us to stand firm and be calm, cool, and collected. And one of the easiest ways for the enemy to succeed in shaking us loose from standing firm is to tempt us with worry. Because what's the opposite of calm? Being worried, being uptight, biting your nails, ding. When we carry anxiousness and worry with us, we get robbed of our peace. But the gospel of peace keeps our feet anchored and standing firm. Standing firm, ready to box, okay? That's why you need those shoes. That's why you need that tranquility. And only the gospel of peace, those shoes, can provide that. Now, coming up in our last segment, we want to look at the final three pieces of armor and their significance. And some people might even say that these last three pieces might be the most critical of all the armor pieces, so come back and find out what those are after the break. At Benevolent Faith Ministries, we're a virtual church with a real heart for God. Visit us on the web today at benevolentfaithministries.org and learn more about becoming a member, participating in our giving partnerships, and learning how you can be the church without the need of any building. That's benevolentfaithministries.org. Log on today. What's up, y'all? This is Rev. Rob, and I'm inviting you to join us live for our weekly online services every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Pacific. All you have to do is log on at benevolentfaithministries.online.church, and it'll take you directly to the live worship session. Now, if you get there a bit early before service is started, stay and enjoy the fellowship with us and others through the chat system. You can even participate live and chat with our hosts during and throughout the service, as well as take notes and follow along in the Bible section we have available. And you can request prayer or even join Benevolent Faith Ministries itself. Remember, you can log on at benevolentfaithministries.online.church every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, and we can't wait for you to worship with us. Welcome back to Deeper in the Word. Don't forget, you can follow us on Facebook. Just go to Facebook and in that search box, put at Benevolent Faith Ministries and like our page to support us. We greatly appreciate all the folks who have recently followed us and started liking our page in the last month. Uh, it's been a great 
uh, turnout. We're very grateful for you all, particularly for all of our international followers. Uh, don't forget, you can join us every Monday morning at 7 a.m. Eastern during our live prayer call line. And if you can't make the live call, you can call the prayer playback line, which is 24 hours a day, seven days a week, in order to hear what you may have missed. Amen. Friends, in today's episode, What Suits Us, we've been discussing the armor of God and how we can most effectively wield it to fight the spiritual battles that we face a day all day. And in this last segment, we want to finish up the discussion by looking at the final three pieces of armor we need to suit up in for battle. And one of those is the shield of faith, which represents a believer's certainty. See, the Roman soldier's shield measured approximately two by four feet and was made of wood covered with leather. Because back then, soldiers dipped arrows in oil and then lit them and shot them at the enemy. So these shields that were covered in leather were vital to protect the soldier from getting burned. Friends, please believe that in this life, Satan is going to fire flaming arrows of doubt at you. That's why it's called the believer's certainty. Because he, the enemy, wants to place subtle doubts in your mind about God and his truth. And he knows that even the smallest spark of doubt can ignite a huge fire of uncertainty in your mind. And this is why it's so critical that we feed our faith and starve our doubts. Let me say that again. Feed your faith and starve your doubts. Set your faith on God's character, not on any circumstances that come up against you. Trust the word of God. Don't trust what you see. I always say, see with your faith eyes, not your face's eyes. Big difference. Now, here's our next piece of armor, and that's the helmet of salvation, which is a believer's sanity. In biblical times, a soldier used a helmet to protect his head Because if his head was wounded, well, then he ain't going to be able to think. He ain't going to be able to do a lot of stuff, really. But he's not going to be able to think effectively. And every believer needs to have the mind of Christ, which is under the control of the Almighty Lord God. Think about it. Whenever a person gets saved, think about this now. Whenever a person gets saved for the first time in their lives, they're actually in their right mind. Because anybody who doesn't have the spirit of Christ basically suffers from a form of insanity because they're not operating with the mind that God intended for them to have, that God made them to have. Friends, the battlefield is our mind. The battlefield of our mind, I should say. That's the primary place where spiritual battles are fought. Don't You, you already know out there, when the enemy attacks you, he attacks your thoughts He attacks your emotions. He attacks those parts of your mind that, that, that you deal with the most every day. Therefore, the most important thing for us to have at all times is an assurance of our salvation that comes with right thinking. That means keeping your mind straight, keeping your head straight. Keep a mind stayed on thee. So we've seen the belt of truth. We've seen the breastplate of righteousness. We've seen the gospel of peace, which is the Jordans, the shoes. 
We've seen the shield of faith, and we've seen the helmet of salvation. Last one, y'all. And that's the sword of the Spirit. And that's the Word of God. And this is the only piece of armor whose explanation is right in the text that we just read. And it's the only piece of armor that's both defensive and offensive. See, whenever we're tempted, the most effective weapon that God has given to us as believers is his infallible, inerrant word. Just like a soldier in battle wields the sword in order to defeat the enemies he comes up against, we need to wield the word of God in order to slash and cut down the evilness that comes up against us. Cutting and slicing. Cut, cut. And nobody did this better than Jesus. Remember back when he was tempted in the wilderness by the devil? Remember that? He used the sword of the spirit. Every time the devil tempted him with some promise, what did Jesus do? He came back to the devil by quoting scripture. And eventually the devil had to flee from him and leave him alone. That's why James chapter 4 verse 7 says, Submit therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. The best way to resist them is to hit that scripture. When you're feeling some type of way, you start quoting back to God the promises he's already made. Lord, you said, Lord, you said, that's how you defeat him. The sword of the spirit works when you do that, y'all. So if you commit yourself to memorizing scripture, then you can wield the word of God to defeat the enemy's lies and his attacks the same way Jesus did. Friends, God has a plan for each of our lives. But the enemy has a plan for us too, y'all. So we just have to decide which voice we're going to listen to and who we're going to choose to follow each day. And chances are, if we don't make a determined choice to follow God, we may eventually fall into the evil one's trap. God gives specific instructions in his word that allows us to have all we need to stand strong in this life, y'all. Unfortunately, we all too often race through our days being too busy to suit up and wield our weapons and that leaves us ill-equipped, unprepared, and simply not aware of what we're up against or who the real enemy even is. If you're a believer who's truly walking in the light of Christ in this dark world, you ain't gonna go too long without encountering obstacles and attacks that the devil will hurl straight in your direction. You can count on it. And as those famous young poets, Mob Deep, once famously sang, there's a war going on outside no man is safe from. Truly, the battle we face is real and it's extreme. But if we focus on each day and make it a point to put on his armor and stay alert and pray without ceasing and memorizing scripture, and quoting scripture to our situations, then we can be sure that God will equip us to stand strong and effectively arm us with what suits us. Amen? Listen, thanks for joining us. Don't forget, you can subscribe and listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, 
Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Apple Podcasts in the iTunes Store, and on iHeartRadio. Also, don't forget you can find us on the web at benevolentfaithministries.org. Log on now and learn more about our giving partnerships and how you can be the church without the need for any building. And don't forget to log on this and every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time for our online church services at benevolentfaithministries.online.church. Amen. We'll catch y'all next time. Holla.